Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Romans. We're in chapter 8, looking at verse 28, read from the New King James Version. Paul told us in Romans 8.23, which was the previous verse, that he pictures the fallen, fallen creation as groaning as in the pains of childbirth. Consider earthquakes, floods, fire, drought, famine, and again, a global warming. These are surely not what creation was meant to be, but sin and evil now rule. And remember in yesterday's commentary, it said because uh, mankind, we're um, digging up everything and uh, um, using what God has created for our use, we're overusing it basically. We are uh, causing the land to, causing creation to to groan because of our, our misuse, uh, because of our uh, cruelty to things as we ransack and, um, and um, do things for our, for our pleasure. The earth, uh, we, the earth is sacrificed for our glory as we dig for gold and this and that and the other. And uh, Paul is saying, creation groans. It, it's ready for that new earth that uh, is spoken about. And he said, Christians also groan to be released from pain and suffering, longing for our own release from the cycle of sin and decay. And that's according to Life Application Study Bible. So Romans 8 and 23 reads, not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Again, Romans chapter 8, verse 23, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again is Romans chapter 8, verse 23, read from the New King James Version. And Benson Commentary, I think, gave the or gives the best explanation of this verse. So let me go ahead and share. Um, not only that, the uh, and they, not only they, but uh, um, this version says not only that, but we also have the first first fruit of the spirit. So according to Benson's commentary, and not only they, the unenlightened and unrenewed part of mankind, but we ourselves also who have the first fruit of the spirit, because first fruits signify the best 
things of their kind. Some think that the apostle uh, and such as possessed as possessed the most imp- uh, excellent spiritual gifts are spoken of in this passage. But as the privileges described in Romans eight twenty four through twenty six equally belongs to all, which we'll read uh, in further down. It seems more probable that the apostle speaks of believers in general who had the gifts of the Spirit bestowed on them as first fruits, or as the earnest of those greater virtues, uh, virtues and spiritual endowments which they shall enjoy in heaven. Even we groan within ourselves under many remaining imperfections and a variety of miseries waiting for the adoption, for the public and open display of our adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body from dust and death to glory and immortality, when our Heavenly Father shall bring us forth before the eyes of the whole world, inhabited and adorned as become His children." And that's a beautiful picture, that adoption. And remember, um, in a couple of verses ago, a couple of days ago, it says that um, in the Greek heritage, an adoption is uh, a person that is chosen to be adopted. They Just like today, when uh, children are adopted and they go before the court and they have a, a big ceremony, they have been adopted by parents who love and want them. So, in that last day, when we get to stand before the whole uh, creation and are adorned as become his children, just like those kids, when they go to court and they have a, a, an audience of people waiting. I saw a, a, a news article not long ago about a little boy who was being adopted and he wanted his entire class there. And that's how we will be when uh, that great getting up morning, as the old folk would say. Persons who had have privately uh, have been privately abduct, adopted among the Romans were often brought forth into the forum and they're publicly owned as the sons of those who had adopted them. So at the general resurrection, when the body itself is redeemed from death, the sons of God shall be publicly owned by him in the great assembly of men and angels. Again, just think about, like it says, and even in the days of Rome, in that time period, where there was a public adoption, where many people could see what was going on. That's what's going to happen at that great uh, white throne judgment. Thus, our Lord terms uh, those who shall be accounted worthy to obtain the heavenly world, the children of God, because they are the children of the resurrection, they being hereby manifestly shown to be his children. The apostle, therefore, had good reason to call the redemption of our body from death the adoption because it is that by which the saints are enabled as children of God to inherit the kingdom of their father. 
and um, uh, who is this? Life Application Study Bible says, we long for the adoption, for adoption when God will give us our full rights as his children, including the new body he has promised us. In this process, we are not alone, for the Holy Spirit groans. And it says, we long for redemption. When Well, I just read that. In the process, I read that. The whole creation groans, and it says, For the Holy Spirit groans with us, expressing our uh, unutterable longings to God, giving us a foretaste of future glory. But until that time of uh, release and redemption, we must groan, wait, and hope. Uh, And I've written the same thing over and over. But until that time of our release and redemption, again, we will groan and wait and hope. And uh, this verse that talks about the Holy Spirit groaning, we're going to read that in verses 26 and 27 of Romans chapter 8. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you as we continue to study your word. We continue to um, look at the picture that Paul has painted for us of not only creation groaning, but we groan as Christians to be released from the pain and suffering, longing for our own release from the cycle of sin and decay. So we thank you. We thank you for that picture. And also that the Holy Spirit makes groanings for us, words that we can't think As we pray, the Holy Spirit does for us, and we thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. We're praying that the Holy Spirit makes those uh, groanings for them that goes to the throne of grace in the name of Jesus. And we're praying, God, for um, so many different needs, so many different families. We're praying for those who are uh, in bereavement. We're praying for those who are praying for their bodies to be healed. Uh, one of our deacons is in, on his bed of recovery right now, so we're praying for him. Praying for those who need you in whatever special way there is, that you know what the needs are, and we place them at your feet in the name of Jesus as we fall on our face and thank you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.